0: Welcome back to Inside the Huskies podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Garcia, joined by my co-host, Tom Burton. We're here talking to various NIU athletes and coaches throughout the semester for an update on what's happening in their lives. Our guest today is arguably the fittest coach on campus. He, rumor has it, he can still out-wrestle anyone on his team, and he's a huge supporter of NIU athletics, head coach Ryan Ludwig. How are you doing today, Coach? Eddie,
1: Tom, you guys are, (laughs) thanks for having me. Uh, I don't know about all that... Precursor stuff. But, uh, <laughs> it, you can't argue that you are the fittest coach on campus. I'm getting older, and they're getting stronger. These guys. Yeah, I mean, it's unreal. Yeah. yeah, we
2: believe in you, Coach. But uh, so, you want to go in a little bit about just kind of you guys are getting things going this season, and what are your thoughts on the team so far?
1: Yeah, I mean, we uh, we had a great preseason. You know, we got a good, energetic group of young guys in the room right now, and some really good leadership from some of our seniors, um, led by notably Art Elijah Jeffrey, who's provided a great example for these young guys in terms of the way he conducts his life and his training, and also the way he brings somebody along with him. So um, preseason was awesome. We started off at the Michigan State Open, and we brought home a couple of titles, many finalists, and we're really impressed with the way we competed out there. We followed that up by a, a relatively disappointing performance out at, in Fargo against North Dakota State, where we thought we, were, we had the chance to have a much better showing against a nationally ranked team. Um, Brit Wilson led the way with a major decision over a nationally ranked opponent out there, but we felt like we left a lot of points on the board and lost some pretty hard-fought battles in some gritty situations that we were disappointed we didn't come out on top of. But then we responded really well and came back to our home duels where we had a quad just the other weekend and we hosted Community College Harper, um, who came in to compete and we we performed really well against them and got some guys that hadn't seen the starting lineup in some time, so they performed well for us and then. Um, A formidable squad in Clarion, who's a small school from Pennsylvania with some very talented wrestlers. We were able to go against them and uh, perform very well and and win that match handily. And then, again, a nationally ranked opponent to end the day with Utah Valley University. And we had the lead all the way up through 184. And then they were able to get some bonus point victories toward the end there and take the duel away from us. But we thought we competed at a much higher level on that Saturday, and we were proud of the guys. So um, we had a nice little Thanksgiving break off where some guys got some time to kind of rehab their mind and bodies a little bit and now we're heading headlong into Indiana this Friday and we're excited about it.
0: Who's that head coach in the NFL that like memorizes every single play? Is it Sean Payton? Is that who it is? Uh, it might be, yeah. It, you just yeah. reminded me of him right now. I'm sorry. Like you you I can guarantee you can recall every single match and every single like moment in a match for your team. Is that is that fair to say? The good ones. The good yes, ones? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> photographic kind of memory. Like yeah that kind of thing. Yeah. So, so I I mentioned a rumor um I've heard that you wrestled some of your wrestlers. Like you kind of at practice, you kind of have like a little
1: interaction with your wrestlers. Is that true? Wrestling is uh, one of the only sports out there, I would say, where the coaches actually get in there and and perform the activities with the athletes. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So sure. do you
0: like do you compete against them? Like I,
1: we scrap, I, scrap, Wait. we scrap. Sometimes. So are you There's winning these sc- scraps or what's going on with that? I got to fight for my life in there. Sometimes <laughs> I don't wrestle as much as I used to. You know, it's a luxury being. Uh, kind of an assistant coach and a younger guy you can wrestle you know all day at practice and every day and uh heal up like you know you like you're superman but um you know i'm getting a little older now but uh still you know drill with the guys all the time and of course you know get some live goes in from time to time and it's a lot of fun to compete and um get your hands on those guys and kind of see you know the improvements they're making and those kind of things so um, it's not about, you know, putting a beat down on the guys. It's more about kind of gauging where they're at, seeing what they are what they need to improve on and what they're doing well so you can give that feedback to them. Definitely.
2: Would you say at some point you've wrestled kind of everybody on the team or is it more like maybe welcome the freshmen in a hard way? Or
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd say for the most part you get your hands on a guy, whether it's serious or just goofing around at some point. I mean, it's a pretty physical gig once you get in that wrestling room. But, um, yeah, you know, a lot of times the freshmen, you want to, you know, kind of feel them out, feel, you know, where their strengths are, what their speed and their strength feels like. And you can, like I said, you can give them some really accurate feedback versus watching them versus one of their peers and actually feeling it for yourself.
2: Like, what, uh, sorry, what uh, what specifically do you look for when you, like, go against someone? Like, I guess, tactics and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying?
1: First and foremost, I mean, first and foremost, I look for fight. I guess I could just put it that way, you know? I mean, is this young guy gonna going to just take it? you know, when you're putting it on him a little bit, or is he going to come back at you, you know, and give you a little bit of fight and uh, not really care that he's wrestling somebody that may be a little bit older, wiser, and have a little bit of strength advantage on him, or is he going to come back and give you that fight, or is he going to kind of cower down? So when you see that fight and they come back at you with that with that vinegar like that, then that's exciting. You know they've really got it in them. Um, and then after that, of course, you know, that that's where it all starts. But then it's the technical aspects, right? Um, you know, head position, hand position, the hand fighting. I mean, there's so many technical aspects we could get into. But then you start breaking down where what they're doing well and what they need to work on, and you start working on those things daily. Definitely. And we, we mentioned practice. You're obviously scrimmaging with them. But do you
0: work out with them as well, like in terms of their workouts, regimens and stuff like that? Yeah,
1: I mean, we're our, our coaching staff, I mean, my assistants are, you know, they're – the most dedicated guys on campus. I would I would argue that with anyone. I mean, they're they're in that mat room all morning every day of the week, getting individual work in with guys. Um, we're always at all the lifts getting lifts and we just believe in being in the trenches with the guys so we're not only their coaches and their advisors and their mentors and looking out for their best interests at all time but we want them to know that we're in the trenches doing the work with them as well
0: and that has to create some type of camaraderie am i wrong yeah
1: you hope so you know i mean we feel like we're a pretty tight-knit group um, you know we bleed together we sweat together and uh, you know i think that creates a tight bond is your model still i'm sorry is your model still work like a dog is that something right you guys, now it is yes yeah. yes there i'm kind go. of coming up with something else i'm trying to brainstorm. I got a couple ideas to just refresh it, but uh, as of right now, yes, we believe in that one. I like working like a dog. I like I don't like a dog. It yeah, that's changed. one of my favorite models. <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah. But,
2: so you mentioned um, a little bit that you're kind of an advisor to
1: obviously your team, the
2: coach obviously, but do you have any advice for them in terms of like keeping the right weight and keeping the right diet, especially like around Thanksgiving and the holidays?
1: Yeah, we talk about that all the time, you know, I mean, and, and one of the things that you would expect us to tell them is, you know, to eat less and all those kind of things, right? Those are the misnomers about wrestling. But in fact, it's kind of the opposite. You know, we want our guys eating healthy, um, eating several times throughout the day so they can keep that motor fueled up and that motor running so that the workouts are more productive and they're actually getting better at the sport. So it can turn into a bad cycle where you're just cutting weight in practice. You know, you're worried about having heavy clothes on, what you're going to weigh after practice, and that's all you're thinking about. And it becomes this cycle of misery where you're not getting better at all, okay? so. In fact, we we, uh, we do a lot of talk and a lot of advising, not only in the spring, um, but also in the preseason to talk about where the correct weight would be for a, a particular athlete. Um, and then we move forward from there. So we make the best decision and then kind of see how the pounds are coming off throughout the preseason and then make those best decisions moving forward. Yeah,
0: I mentioned before the podcast, my brother's a wrestler. And I said right before Thanksgiving break, he was at about 10 pounds over and then he had to do a weight cut about 10 pounds. Do you, are those weight cuts? Healthy, like by any chance, or like? they are.
1: You know, I mean, if you're doing it right, you know. So, they can be unhealthy. When I was wrestling, it was it was relatively unhealthy. Um, they changed the rules in the middle of my actual competitive career because um, a couple of kids really got hurt doing some silly things and saunas and those kind of things. But um, yeah, that's what he's doing. Actually, my brother's still doing the yeah, saunas that, and stuff. Yeah, and at, at our level, that's illegal. Oh, you know, wow. You're not you're not supposed to use those kind of things for you know oh. artificial weight cutting and all those kind of things because they're worried about the dehydration and and. Um, Now with the way that the weigh-ins happen, with one hour before your dual meet matches, you have to step on the scale. You really don't want to cut your weight in a very poor manner because you're going to perform poorly. So um, we keep a pretty close monitor on it, our guys. Um, My assistant coaches make sure that our guys are meeting weight criteria throughout the week as they weigh out of practice we get them all on the scale make sure they hit like an eight six four kind of uh, gradual descent so heading into the weekend we're not pulling too much weight on the last day and we end up having a poor performance
2: what um what makes kind of for a healthy and or unhealthy practice in terms of cutting weight
1: um an unhealthy weight cutting practice is when you show up you have a bad attitude because you know you're heavy you have too many clothes on so you're hot um you can't wrestle correctly all you're thinking about is sludging through the drills, sludging through the live wrestling and how much you're sweating, okay, and how much of your weight you're going to get off. Um, a healthy weight cutting practices where you're focused on getting better at wrestling, you're focused on your technique, focused on your competitive fire and putting points on the board. You've got a pair of shorts and a t-shirt on, and you're just working your tail off to get better, and then weight naturally falls off you. How hot is it usually? I know if I went in there and it was like 120 degrees. It felt like, how hot is it? <laughs> no, you know? it's, uh, I mean, it's like in the 70s. <laughs> I was exaggerating, 70s. obviously. Yeah. It's like in the 70s, but, then you know, it gets cooked up when the energy's in there, right? Yeah, and everybody's mm-hmm. moving around and there's a lot of sweating going on and, uh it really depends on what time you ask, what time of year you ask me that. Cause in the summertime it probably yes, was yeah. 120. I mean, it is insane in there, but oh. uh, we <laughs> like that. We like it warm. We like to sweat and it keeps your body loose and warm and um, keeps your muscles loose. And so, so we like to prevent injuries as well. But yeah, I mean, that's part of the game, right? You got to make weight. Um, we think that that's one of the things that makes it so tough and, if you just embrace that with a positive mindset, that this is something that other people can't do, um, you know, you kind of take
0: pride in it as well. So, you guys, you you mentioned nutrition. Obviously, is a huge part of this whole thing. Do you guys have a nutritionist, or are you guys using that new Northwestern Medicine Nutrition <laughs> Center that's going to be coming up? Or? You know, we don't have
1: a nutritionist per se. We have access to some folks and nutritionists, and some of our guys do partake in a bit of that if they're looking for some extra help. But um, all in all, we feel like. Our coaching staff has a relative amount of expertise because it's a unique sport, it's a niche sport, and uh, we understand that there's a gradual descent on what to put in your body throughout the week so that you can get optimal performance and have your weight come down in a steady manner. But we're always preaching to these guys about, you know, you have to eat, you have to keep your water in you until the very last minute because then you're gonna have a good week of training, right? You know, like I said, you can't be just worried about not eating Um, all week long you got to keep putting it in there then getting a good solid workout and having to come down and then the last day and a half before your weigh-ins you squeeze you know you kind of wrench the last little part out like like from a towel and then your last little bit of water weight comes off and then right after you step off the scale you start recovering and then you go compete there you go.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of these guys, like in the UFC, my buddy's in the UFC as well, and he did like a 26-pound weight cut in like a week and a half. Yeah. So, like, those things are insane. But are you a UFC fan by any chance? Yeah, I like UFC. Definitely. Yep. I mean, wrestling kind of obviously correlates dramatically in the UFC. If you're a good wrestler, you're going to be a good UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. Are you, you have any UFC fighters that you have um, – favoritism yeah tours? you know
1: uh curtis blades curtis you know, blades curtis razor blades man he was Did you a husky. Coach him? he was a husky yeah. yes he was oh, that's here crazy for he's he was actually here for from my hometown and his buddy yeah.
0: is my that's the guy that i work his name is jose shorty torres they fight in the same um acceler- uh acceleration i forgot what is it <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy to do that no yeah <laughs> but that's crazy he's from my hometown as well so that's, yeah that's awesome um, yeah we feel
1: he's got a good future i mean he is uh I mean, he he just recently really t- good wrestler i know he took he an took l that, but yeah um I think he'll be back. I think he's got a lot of potential, and he's a very tough young man. So. Yeah. So, I
0: mean, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on him? You saw him wrestle here. I'm
1: saying, like, I am anything... not surprised at all. I mean, he is. Uh, he was a tough competitor. Um, I think the UFC's custom fit for him. He's tough. He he gets it. He knows how to train. He knows how to work hard. So, uh, I'm not surprised at all. He's having a lot of success there. Have you ever thought about bringing him back to talk to the guys or something? Potentially. Yeah. Kind of awesome. him do his We thing would love and... to cover that. Yeah. <laughs> that would, cool, yeah. That would be awesome. But,
2: still in contact.
1: Pretty. Uh... Somewhere not really? – not, no, like I said, you know, we're kind of keeping an eye on from afar. Actually, yeah. uh, Trace Engelkiss, who's our volunteer assistant coach, he's yeah. doing a little bit of fighting as well. Oh, and, wow. um, so he keeps in contact with a lot of those guys, and he's got a lot of contacts in the UFC realm. So um, he'd definitely be the person to ask, you know, in terms of really some inside information on all those guys. But uh, Trace is another one. I mean, this guy, he may have a future in the UFC as well. I mean, he's wow. he's had some – pretty good success on the amateur circuit thus far so what are your thoughts on the transition from wrestling to the UFC that's um I think you know I think it's a natural transition now is it for everybody you know and when you're wrestling no you're not getting punched in the face I mean you know (laughs) kicked in the face so you got to really you know you got to get your striking in order but I mean in terms of a mat game and strategy and understanding how to position yourself to get a takedown and put yourself in position to you know control the mat area I'd say it it has you poised for success right away there's no doubt
0: I mean when you look at fighters like Khabib guy who knows how to wrestle. Yep. I mean, it shows. A guy, he beats Conor McGregor, who's a huge
1: striker, and this guy just eats him alive, basically. It yeah, not- that's true. I mean, if again, if you're not getting knocked out on the way in, you know, you're going to control the action. And guys just, if you don't have that kind of lifetime of experience, it's very difficult to deal with. Yeah, so um, we had a coach on previously who's a huge
0: Conor McGregor fan. I'm pretty sure you know him. Oh, Myers? Myers, yeah. yeah. Myers. I think he's got a poster of him above his bed. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he, <laughs> well, <that's laughs> awesome. He dreams about Conor McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, got a photo of that. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but is there another coach on campus who you kind of would think would be a good wrestler by any chance? Pat Fisher. Pat Fisher.
1: Patrick Fisher, the men's tennis coach. Oh, wow. Um, oh, I can has see a, that. He is as scrappy and fiery wow. as they come. You know, he is a <laughs> so do you know for sure he's a wrestler or no? You just I do not that? know that. I just think he he's just got a good wrestler <laughs> attitude. And that mindset. came quick. Yeah. Yeah, he's I mean, a
0: big guy. I know that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean we had Ryan Swan on here call out Adrian Myers. Are you going to call just, out Pat that. Fisher? <laughs> you gonna, maybe I don't want to call
1: him out. He looks too mean for me. <laughs> he's, always, he's always fired up. That would be pretty cool to watch, though.
0: I was trying to get you to call him out. That would have been pretty cool to watch. But um, my dad... Yeah, so my dad's a huge WWE fan. I'm bringing up relatives all the time, but um, are you a huge? Are you into WWE? I was big time into WWF really? when you I was go. growing That's up. That's the real yeah, wrestling. So I yeah. was a Hulkamaniac. There's no really? doubt about it. Stone yeah, Cold, awesome. my favorite guy right there. Um, so are you a Kurt Angle fan by any chance? though? that was that was the reason why. Kurt I Angle it up. for sure. Yeah. yeah? Yep. Definitely. I mean, he's Olympic He's Obviously fight, very, Olympic you know.
1: Wrestler. Yeah, I mean, well accomplished and decorated wrestler in the real deal. There's no doubt about it. So I was happy to see him. You know, I guess want to make a very lucrative career for himself based on that the wwe
0: is really lucrative obviously you could be successful in that indefinitely so do you do you want to go to twitter now yeah
2: so i don't know if you're familiar with what we do here but we take to twitter we ask around people are curious have questions for mr ryan Ludwig. so i'll go
0: it's called facts about the Pack. Facts
2: about the pack yep okay so our first question um what is your max bench
1: press boy uh, it's the days of maxing out are long gone but um geez uh or, or you, you could go to what's your workout regimen in general I mean that'll probably be interesting yeah definitely. Well, I would say you know back in the heyday the high you know probably like high threes 385 ish wow you know but that was like that was <laughs> like that was meat. that those days are long gone those days yeah. are long gone but I used to get after it pretty good in the weight room but now it's it's mainly just maintenance and it's just we basically lift when the guys are lifting. You right. know what I mean. So we get in there and throw some weights around when the guys are lifting. Um, like I said, it's not about making total gains right now. It's about trying to stay healthy and Me just team. and yeah. fit and make sure that these guys aren't hurting us on a daily basis. Definitely. Sure. So another
0: nutrition thing here. What's your favorite thing to eat um, before a competition? What do I eat before a competition, or yeah. what what do the guys eat? Well, I mean, we could do both. How about that? Let's see. What I guess.
2: Uh, I mean, you obviously work out. I mean, if what would you eat before going to the gym? I guess just you personally, outside of coaching.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, I like to keep it light. I like to work out on a relatively, I guess, not a full stomach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like have enough in there for fuel, but I don't like to feel bogged down or heavy at all. And that's kind of what we preach to our guys as well. Cause right after you weigh in, of course, you know, you're in, your tendency would be to binge a little bit, right? You want to get all that water back in you, um, get some sandwiches with a lot of bread that can soak that water up. And then before you know it, you're really bloated. So, um, we really got to preach to those guys, and you got to be aware of not putting too much in right away. Now, after you get your warm-up in and get your match done, then you can have a full meal. But you don't want to go out there with a belly that's way too full and it'll bog you down and you start feeling really bad about it in that second period. So that, obviously that correlates to the guys you're talking. You're referring to the guys. Yes, here. that's correct. Oh, okay, yep, Definitely.
0: Cool. So um, other NIU sports, um, the football games on Friday. You obviously probably a huge NIU athletics fan. Huge, yes. So what do you think about the Mac championship? What are our chances? I'm fired up
1: for it. I'm counting on the boys. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, Husky's gonna bring home the title. Buffalo There's has no a good offense.
0: <laughs> but Buffalo we actually me and Tom have a bet. Um Do you? Yeah, I don't know so why he would do this, but he
1: did. I, I bet
0: on NIU and he bet on Buffalo, so I don't know what's what's up with Tom. He's He's against the Huskies
1: over here.
2: It's public now that I'm b- voting against. <laughs> NIU. Tom, but yes. I mean, yeah. is
1: that is that a prediction? Is that I mean, are you you dead serious about that? Or you I just would love to NIU to
2: win, but I don't believe they're going to. No, I, mean, I think Buffalo
1: I mean, is Buffalo's at office. another level. Yeah, they're tough. They're tough, but I think um, I think our boys are, are ready to scrap. I think yeah. that they're c- they're heading and they're hungry. I think that the uh, they've shown what they're capable of in some tight matches or excuse me, some tight games. And um, I think these last two weeks um have brought a little bit of disappointment or going disappointment it's going to fuel the fire for these guys to really that's have a solid close out of the season that's a good argument
0: yeah they're hungry they definitely are um tom's gonna lose 20 bucks <laughs> 25, 25. up? Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. cut it, yeah
2: <laughs> we have uh, ryan as a, a witness here but um any other like sports you're a fan of at niu like anything in particular you like going to watch or
1: yeah um you know what i'll I tell you what um I think Sam Morielli does a fantastic job with the women's gymnastics program, and I'm just amazed what those people are able to do. Mm-hmm. on, You know, the, the beam and just the flying around in the bars and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I've always been a fan of watching that in the Olympic Games growing up and things like that. So just watching gymnastics amazes me that people are able to do that. Um, you know, I think they're really competitive, and I think he's really bringing them to another level. Again, Pat Fisher does an amazing job with the men's tennis team as well. So um, I'm a fan of all of them, but those are some of the... Some of my more favorites and things that I enjoy watching.
2: I'm not surprised to hear that because it seems like you guys in gymnastics kind of like work together, like kind of fans of each other. I know you guys said that was a beauty and the beast thing last year. Yes, that was kind of cool. Like kind of supporters of each other. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's really cool when there's. I mean, that whole floor is taken up with action. There's. You know the young ladies are flying around on one end of the gym, and then our guys are, you know, wrestling on the other side of the gym. And there's so many different things to look at. Uh, I think it's a really fan-friendly event. Plus, you know, we train in the same area right over there on the west side of Husky yeah. Stadium, so you kind of get familiar with that that program and what they're doing. It's fun to see them compete. Are you guys doing anything similar this year? Something similar to that? We the, are actually. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah, we what is are. it going to be? Is it going to be soon? Or? Uh, it's in the end of January, so it's against. The, we're we're taking on Ohio University. Okay. It's on a Sunday, and nice. I'm not sure who they're competing against that day, but we're going to do a beauty beast event on that day Oh, that's awesome last
0: year yeah it was I definitely attended that yeah well we appreciate you coming into northern star studios as always we um appreciate you coming in as our guest it was a great time here thanks fellas appreciate you having me go huskies that'll do it for this week's episode of the inside the huskies podcast keep up to date on the northern star social media and pick up your copy of the print edition every monday and thursday across campus
2: The final edition of Inside the Huskies podcast will drop on December 14th. Let us know on social media
0: who you want to hear from. I can't believe it's the final one, Tom. Final edition. I'm Tom Burton. And I'm Eddie Garcia. Thanks for listening, and see you one last time, Husky Nation.